Hey guys, welcome back to the next episode of this brand new series, At Home with the Beveres. Guys, we want to invite you into our home and we want to talk about how a healthy home isn't rocket science, but it doesn't happen by accident. This week's content is actually inspired by a question that one of you guys wrote in. Addison's gonna read off that question in just a moment here, but anyways, let's jump right on in to this week's content. Wow, that smile is intense. <laughs> At home with the Beveers. Yes. Episode three and yes. episode four probably here. It's probably Possibly. gonna become a two-parter. Spill right. There's okay. a lot. We're gonna be talking about now that you know, what would you do differently? Oh boy. Okay, we but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, this, okay. yeah this, this is gonna be big. Here's the thing though, a couple ground rules. Okay. We have another tweak. Oh boy, here we go. Week. Well, can we expel a little bit on what, what does, what, now that you know, what would you have done differently? Do differently, yeah. Is, well, what do you mean expound on that? So we're gonna be gleaning. Oh, we're gonna, we're gonna be asking y'all questions. We're gonna you're, ask you're you gonna guys be on the, that No, no, too. we're gonna be asking you. <laughs> so we're the guests today. You're gonna be on the hot seat today oh. and it's uh -oh. gonna be amazing. But let's talk about this tweak of the week because mom, this is right up your alley. It gave you a softball okay. on this so, one. So the idea is if you fail, to do something, then you get to share one of your failures. Okay, like that's right now, that's the tweak. That's the tweak of the I week. Know okay, the tweak is yeah. and, and the tweak sure. of the week involves our Italian heritage. Yes, talking with your hands, Not Julie. Sorry, <laughs> maybe Irish people do that, Irish, Julie. I don't know. I don't know if Irish no, no, people. No, no, no. They have one thing Native they American. Say with their hands. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But what we have to do. Yeah, is exactly what Lisa's doing right now, what mom's doing, is you I'm need to use fight. your hands when you talk. So you can't just share a point. You can't just ask a question and you know, keep your hands what here below the people that are listening and not watching well, on YouTube? They, I mean, I, I, they can imagine. Okay, They imagine. can imagine. And, and I, you I, see think, my I hand. think they can sense it. I think they can sense it when you use your hands versus when you don't. So if you don't use your hands, they're gonna know you're not using what, your hands. What they don't know is He's I'm, not using his hands. You're not hand. using your hands right now. Like hands. I'm literally I'm telling you right now that you have to use your hands. Not using your hands. What everybody doesn't know is that I'm the most Italian person on this set. <laughs> Nobody cares, you don't and I, I'm, look I'm Italian. I'm the second most. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. I think you are. Yeah, I am. yeah but Mom, who you're cares? Third. Yeah. So you look the most Italian. I know it's gonna be less Italian and more whatever. I actually know 250 Italian words and I have a citizenship, so y'all don't count. Oh, oh my mic drop. Goodness. That, okay. That is a mic drop. So, again, when you share, <laughs> your hands need to be participating in the sharing. All right. Everyone's They're clear on it. that. Got okay. It. So, All right. just a reminder we, we are the Beveers. <laughs> Or okay. some of the Beveers. The yes. Beveers, it's a tribe much bigger than this group. But some we are the Beveers, yeah. some of the Beveers. And we are inviting y'all into our home because this is at home with the Beveers. And yeah. we want to talk all things. We're the oldest home. Beveers. We are the oldest. Well, wow. not quite. Well, the OG, Grandma K, she's technically the oldest Bevere. That would be hilarious. It would be pretty amazing. <laughs> it would be pretty amazing to have Grandma get all one. But we are the oldest Beveers. And we're coming together different generations different seasons. Y'all are grandparents. You're done raising kids. You've been married for 40 years this year, which is amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. And we're in the throes of raising kids right now. Four kids, ages six to 13, been married for 14 years. And we're talking all things home, family. And today's focus, we're going to do a Q&A 
segment. So we're going to go deep. We actually don't really know everywhere this is going. So, but it's going to be a wild ride. It's going to be fun. Okay. We're talking about now that you know, what would you do differently? But before we dive into that, we've encouraged our listeners to send in questions yeah. to us that yeah. we're going to tackle here on the show. So I want to tackle one of those questions. I'm going to direct it to everyone at the table. Okay. So everyone, you see this inclusive hand included. motion, everyone is a part of this conversation. What are some things? Here's the question. What are some things that you did or are doing to set the tone spiritually in the home? So what are some things that you did? So that's probably more so talking to you Past two. Past tense. Did, yes. although you're still doing these things yeah. in a way that's yeah. appropriate to your season. What are some things that you did or are doing to set the tone spiritually in your home? Can I interject and say, what does it even mean to set the tone spiritually? Mm -hmm. Ooh, mm -hmm. that's good. Yeah. Let's say create a spiritual atmosphere, an atmosphere conducive to spiritual growth. Okay. Yeah. What? You're looking at me? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm not feeling natural about that. <laughs> anyway. Because you're not uh, really that's because Italian. you need another hand you're motion. You're just really doing this. Italian. Work I, it out. I would say I always... Uh, for, right from the very, I, I was a night person when I got saved. Oh, okay. No, we Wait, are not having out. this conversation. Yeah, we're going there. We're going oh, there. Oh my gosh. My voice will you hear in the morning, David said. So I was a night person guilt. when I got saved. This is not meant for guilt. Um, <laughs> the, and I, just I can't see you as a night person. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm trying it. right now. I was, in bed. I was in bed when I was in college. I was no bed way. One, one, wow. No, that's in the just college. Yeah, that, that's yeah. just college. Okay. That's and not so a night person. Getting saved, I started realizing to have better days, I needed to spend time with God before I spent time with anybody else. Mm. Mm. That carried into my marriage and into my children. And so you guys will remember, you would every single morning you would get up about Sometimes I think you guys got up about five thirty, uh, six. Six. When, when did you get uh, up? When when I was uh, when I was a kid, I was when, getting when up at five thirty. What time were oh, you guys oh, getting yeah. up for school? Oh, yeah, that's true. Probably six six thirty. Yeah, you're getting up. So you would always see that I, I was either you. outside praying or my light was on. One office. of the most significant, seriously, one of the most significant forms of discipleship for me growing up was yeah. seeing that example. Every sure. single Just day, modeling note. reading the Bible. Yeah. That consistency, seeing you daily meet with God. Probably more than anything as far as disciplines and spiritual formation. Sorry, just jumping ahead, but no. just need to call that out. No. Please continue. I think that's, well, and and I think, you know, I remember I tried to do the Bible studies. <laughs> no. I gave you all notebooks and I had outlines. Oh, it was, no, it was painful. It was, it, was, it was a colossal failure. And I realized right then the best way to disciple was lifestyle. Yeah. Ex modeling it, which... As we've talked about in previous programs, making mistakes and sincerely apologizing, modeling it by how I had a prayer life and spent a lot of time in prayer, modeling it by our conversation around the dinner at, at our conversations around the dinner table, yeah. you know, uh, and, and talking and, and sharing things that were on my heart that God would give me early in the morning. So I always found that I was, a, if I missed that time in the morning, I was not a very good husband. I was not a very good dad. And so I think that's one of the quickest ways to set an example of a, or set a spiritual atmosphere in your home is living it, not trying to talk it, yeah. not trying to beat everybody into doing it, but actually living it. Yeah. So that means that there might be times that 
a wife may want to spend a little time with her husband, but she realizes, oh gosh, he's not going to drink coffee next to me right now because he's outside <laughs> praying for our family. A wife. Now that sounds, that <laughs> sounds like she who will I not be named. Know, I only know one she wife. She will not be named that. Lisa Bevere. <laughs> so, so even though you, you want to spend like that time, coffee. you want to spend that time together, know. you you realize People this is this is something that's better for us and will give us a better day together. Yeah, event, you know, ultimately. Yeah. So, I basically think you might have been cast as the antagonist. <laughs> yeah. the setting. Get the away from the prayer. <laughs> the Jezebel Get away spirit from cast your Bible and Don't you want an asshole with me? No. no, mom, you did. You did some amazing things setting you. the spiritual. You, you did. You did, Lisa. So please. There was no <laughs> consistency in the morning. It's true. Except Yours for was, me you're... heading straight for Listen, the coffee. I Dad's I was more that, regimented, consistent. Yes. Yes. Yours was more spontaneous, yes. authentic, yes. contextualized. Thank you. I'm, aware I'm with my hand right of now. what was going on yes. in the family <laughs> dynamic and responding accordingly. So why don't you talk about that? Um, Using your hands. Yes. Well, again, I still remember what that devotion was about, except by pride. It comes contention. Because <laughs> it was a sibling rivalry study. It, it was, was a Bible study in response to a sibling fight. And I got in trouble during it because I was so uncomfortable with it that I think I like wasn't paying attention correctly or I was navigating something at the table and I got in trouble during oh. the Bible study. So, um, <laughs> no, I, for I, interrupting my teaching, and yeah. uh, I, I, you, 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 it's yeah. hard to believe. So, yeah. I, I think that I think that you have said John modeled consistent discipline, discipline, and I've always said rather than doing devotions, our family is devoted. And when I look at scripture, it talks about when you walk in the field, yeah. when you go inside, when you go outside, when you are eating a meal, you talk about these things. And so yeah. I think for me, I was more guarding of the atmosphere, whereas John was like, first thing in the morning, this is what I do. Yeah. I am not a morning person. I've been married to this man for 40 years years and i have tried to live on his rhythms and i'm still not a morning person i can get up at 6 a.m and i still yeah. am not yeah. a morning person i'll get up at 4 a.m uh, how many shots of, how many shots of espresso do you have in the morning um i'm not trying to call you out but between five to seven yeah, five on a normal seven. morning and an exceptional morning i've had 12. Yeah. so wow wait 12 okay <laughs> that was Coming back from that's Russia. Setting, that's no, setting that was the coming back from yeah, that was, that was coming family. back from one Russia. Time. One time, yes, one, <laughs> one, that can break a young well, couple's budget. Anyway, I, no, no. I just feel like I guarded the atmosphere, and I, I know I played worship music a lot. You yeah. would have, yes. I would call them your moments of worshipful lament, and I knew that I couldn't invite friends into those moments. <laughs> like I couldn't, friends couldn't come into oh, the house because no. the music was blaring, <laughs> and you were on the, your face because you had been worn out by your poor boys. I and knew that was that a was holy gone. space. And the husband was gone. And as the oldest son, I was like, I need to protect this because this is important. But you really would. You'd go to war I, I, and worship I danced, and praise. You dance. I you do sang, it all. I sang. I cried. Did. In the I middle, was on my face. In the middle of our family room. <laughs> like, not even like, This is my closet. <laughs> this is how I fight my battles. Like, yeah. before that song before came out, you were, you were doing that. I was doing that. Yeah. 
And, and it did set a tone. And I I totally can remember even picking up uh, Arden and taking him on errands and worship music going and me starting to sing and him starting to sing in the presence of God filling yeah. the car. Yeah. So I do think that maybe my contribution was no matter what time it is, you can still experience a presence. Yeah. I um I also I also think that our family discuss things. Mm -hmm. Like I know that John would bring things home from meetings. Like he would say, guys, this is something I saw. Yeah. After I ministered, this oh, yeah. is what happened. Like there, we gave room for the Holy Spirit to do mm -hmm. something and God, God had a word of uh, wisdom about somebody and somebody's hand was healed or somebody's, I mean, like he would talk about that. And I remember specifically, he'd be like, Things like, I've, I sense that somebody's left hand, you know, you don't have complete movement. And and I'd be like, how do you know for sure that was? And he would say, and sure enough, a man would like stand up and come up to me and say, my left hand, yeah. wow. I haven't had full range of movement and now I do. So yeah. I feel like we created an environment for you guys to believe God for more. And then the other thing is when we traveled and spoke, I mean, we we had you guys full in praying and believing for a minivan. We would have done anything for a minivan. We had a Honda Civic. I was pregnant with oh, yeah. Alec. I, remember, I would look out the window every night. Remember, I'd walk over yeah, the window. I'd I look at the driveway. It. I'd be like, is it there? Yeah. So, so I, I think worship and yeah. then conversation. Yeah. And we would do that over dinner, conversation yeah. at dinner. We yeah. ate dinner as a family. That was a rhythm for us. A routine. Every night. Every single night. If we were home, we were eating dinner together as a family, having those conversations. So I, I will say, and that is the atmosphere that you set so beautifully. And I'll never forget when I was out in my hour and a half every morning prayer time, God spoke to me one day and because I was like, God, Lisa's having okay, right answers. She prays 10 minutes in the shower. I pray an hour and a half. This is wrong. And God said, that's because Lisa talks. Times, Lisa. That's because Thanks, you man. pray for an hour and a half and say amen and don't talk to me for the next 23 and a half hours and she, or 22 and a half hours. And she prays nonstop. Yeah. And that's when I realized there was such a thing as walking with God. And so Lisa, see, with, with you, you, you taught me something, didn't even know Aww. it. Thank you, sweetheart. Yeah. I love that. And I, I oh, actually, I didn't talk with my hands. Uh, yeah. Oh, the week goes to and JV. I well, apparently not. So, all right, tweak, tweak of, of the, the week. week. Lisa and I were away glamping on our 40th wedding anniversary wow. trip. And congratulations, by the way, congratulations. Yeah, we just see. Can we just get a little? Can we get a little? A little applause. Can we get a little Thank applause you, Jesus. Forty years. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. I'm applauding. Forty years. Anyway, so because Lisa is an espresso fanatic, and they didn't have an espresso machine, mm. I thought, well, I can't glamping. get her coffee in the morning. And she and I realized that if I could go back and do it again, I just would have made up some kind of coffee drink with the coffee, even though it wasn't espresso, and brought it to her because it's the thought that counts. So wait, I would, wait, I don't feel like that counts because I, they actually, no, uh, they what? delivered coffee to our room in the morning. <laughs> no, no, no. You're going to have to come you're up with something better than that. You're going to have to tweak the tweak. You're going to have to tweak the tweak. No, really, I remember this is a compound of you said to me, you could have brought me coffee. I never said that. And I said, tweak the tweak. I really blew it this morning. Okay. They, I mean, I woke up and I was like, it's coming. Okay, wait a minute. Yeah, I know. And oh, okay. Okay. 
All right. Like so, if you had brought a special creamer so or you know what? something yeah. along hey, with you, Dad, just we're to gonna, we're gonna give it. you we're gonna give, give you a, a few minutes to think about your tweak, yeah. but we're gonna circle back and you're you're gonna have another shot at that one. I just oh, want you to know really? that, okay? You can go back so, as far as the they said. Okay. Julie, okay. what are some things that you we are doing <laughs> together to set the spiritual tone in our home? Yeah, I agree with the worship music, yeah. like. Our kids are with having Alexa and different things. They're readily uh, like they she's can called computer. control computer. <laughs> we changed her name to computer. I want to make sure she's not yeah. on. Um, <laughs> computer. The kids can come in and request a song, and I am so sensitive and just believe in our home. Like before twelve o'clock, there is nothing but worship yeah. music, and it's not even that they're playing like hard rap, but there's a spirit behind music in particular, yeah. and so having it just worship which makes me think of the music the boys used to blare when we would clean the oh, kitchen that was, that and was we were, were early much older, married much older. and they were teenagers and addison would be like i never was allowed to listen to secular so music secular <laughs> but music is that, that's so coming important. on the regrets yeah. later <laughs> <laughs> Which one? We'll get there. <laughs> the we'll not get allowing there. it or allowing yeah. it. <laughs> oh, stay tuned. What is, what is secular music anyway? Yeah, so the music is important. Again, so with the devotional, I love that y'all have taken away that pressure from parents. But Addison and I recently have felt challenged to push past that initial awkwardness to really make, like we interacted with a family who have made their devotional time into something really sacred and they have mm. 10 children and 10 children like no. they all come to their bedroom i mean this is goals they all come to their bedroom <laughs> do you want, at wait, 7 wait, do you 30. want 10 kids <laughs> not the kids but they look forward to it even yeah. their older kids like they look forward to it and he was sharing with ad that they've had nights where they've just like broken into worship and the little ones fall asleep and the older ones are in there with them immersed in the presence of God. Wow. And I'm like, that. I mean, I have chills I even thinking about it. I'm like, that takes yeah. time though for you to build that up in your kids. And we've seen that mm -hmm. when we remove mm -hmm. screens from the equation, like either we're playing family games or we're reading a classic piece of literature. <laughs> I realized how <laughs> cliche this sounds, but really um, together to, to engage in that builds you up so differently as a family than like yeah. as nice as it is to have a show you're watching we have seen such a stark difference yeah. in our family relationships when it's something that feeds us so for that to be bible and also addison has such an incredible understanding of scripture that recently yes, it has felt like for him not to be given a space to consistently share that with his children like what a what a waste. I, I don't even saying that feels funny, but it feels like a wasted opportunity mm -hmm. for them to glean that at such a young age. Because kids, like, not that we didn't need to be prepared. We needed to be prepared for our time, but kids now are going to be living in a different time. Yeah. And it's almost like the preparation and the, I'm trying to think of a word of where you like guild them. It's not the right word. Um, but building up kids now, it's like they they need to be equipped. Yeah. They need to have some kind of like bulletproof. Yeah. Well, you know, when talking about your friend with 10 children, do you know that Jonathan Edwards believed that every family was a small church? Mm. And so he and his wife treated their children. I think they had like, they had a lot they of They had kids, a lot. More than 10. 
but they would lay hands on them every single day and wow. pray for them. Lay hands on them uh, and pray them into their sleep. And I look at his descendants, and you have vice president, you have many uh, authors of prominence, you have presidents of universities, and you know, it, it, there's something to be said about oh, it. Yeah. So now if I was going back, because oh, that's what we're talking about, yeah. I think I would do the Bible study. But I would do it in a much more fun and engaging organic way. Organic way. Organic, mm -hmm. fun, engaging. I would have been a little bit more purposeful. Now, I was purposeful. I remembered walking to dinner thinking, I'm going to ask the boys this time. Yeah. I'm going to do this tonight at dinner. I'm, but I think I would actually do it now if I was going back. But I would make it fun. And and uh, I, because I, I agree with what Jonathan Edwards said, I believe every every single family should be a small church. Yeah. But you did... In so many ways, you guys did do that. Like the way that you made your boys a part of what you were doing on the road and even them recognizing when you were gone, when you were gone, like they were giving this sacrifice. It wasn't being taken from them. They were being given the opportunity to give something. To sow. Yeah. To sow. And yeah. mm -hmm. you look at, I mean, when you look at families mm -hmm. where their parents were gone, statistically, mm -hmm. if you were to just piece apart mm -hmm. the decisions y'all made with your boys, what has the equation wouldn't add up. Mm. Like the grace of God was yeah. there and came upon it and that they love the ministry, are now giving their lives to the ministry. There wasn't a perspective a of this is stealing my mom, this is stealing my dad. Not to say they never had moments sure. of that, sure. But I yeah, think the tone y'all set mm -hmm. did not allow them to wallow in yeah, those to moments. Yeah, stay there. Like mm -hmm. they moved beyond it because you set that tone. Mm -hmm. Like people live so fractured, where their work is here, yeah. and church is here, and family's here, and that it's integrated. I, I think that's the key, integrated right there. And I think discipleship, I think when we're talking about the spiritual tone of the home, it's about integration. When we yeah. talk about the kingdom of God and the vision of the kingdom of God, it's the knowledge of the glory of God will cover the earth like the waters cover the seas. When we look at things like Daniel 7, where it talks about the kingdoms of this world being given to the saints, like this is where we're going, integration. Jesus, when he's talking about you know, this tear down this temple in three days, I'll rebuild it. Like he's talking about kingdom reality. It's what Paul's getting at first Corinthians three. He talks about you are God's temple. Everywhere you go, you are the microcosm where heaven touches earth. Like this, this is what we're called to express and develop in our kids. And I feel like the way people view spirituality is like this thing that you do for five minutes or 10 minutes or 15 minutes or 20 or an minutes. Or an hour and a half. Or an hour and a half or whatever. Instead of, instead of yeah. figuring out yeah. what Paul describes as the constant communion. It's his benediction, Second Corinthians 13, it's 1 Thessalonians 5, 17, it's Romans 12, 12. It's praying constantly. It's participating in what the Spirit of God is doing and being constantly aware that requires of us and from us in every moment. That's where we want to move to. That's how we want to develop our kids. We want to deconstruct the barriers between the secular and sacred so they don't right. deconstruct right. their faith. Right. I personally believe that kids deconstruct faith when they don't view faith as relevant mm -hmm. to their everyday lives. And the church has made a big mistake. I'm talking about the church generally. Big C. Big big C. C mm -hmm. Made the big mistake of being like, we just want the sacred elements and the secular stuff. We don't want anything to do with that. And by doing that, we're releasing authority and releasing a space that we're called to go in and, and to occupy and to have dominion over mm -hmm. and to set a new term for engagement. Right. 
for me, when I look at this idea of setting a spiritual tone in the home is bringing kids into all of this. And one of the values that we've had for our children is like, we play the Bible, you version's great, we play the Bible to them while they're falling asleep at night. Mm-hmm. And it's just a way for them to engage with scripture. But I've taken the approach with scripture, like this is a gift. Yeah. Like this is a, a, a mystery. It's a, it's a beautiful invitation into the truth of God, the truth of you, the truth of life. And you get to engage with this when you're ready to engage with it in the right way. Like, and, and that just creates a different mentality toward scripture, toward what it is to grow in the things of God. And I remember reading, and we've, we've both read multiple books from this author who C.S. Lewis calls the most influential man on his life. And he talks about how he, he was introduced to scripture in a way where there was so much wonder and there's so much promise and, and it was George something McDonald's. and it was something yeah. sacred. Mm-hmm. Like you weren't forced to do it and just go through the rhythms. It was like a you had to, it was a yeah. privilege. You yeah. were invited yeah. into yeah. it yeah. when you were ready to engage with it and see it for what it is. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that's always stuck with me and I've wanted to foster that. And so practically like you, dad, when my kids come downstairs, I want them to see me sitting at the kitchen table. Like this morning, Augustus came down, I'm sitting there, I'm reading, he gets on my lap and I read him two of the chapters that I'm reading this morning. And we wow. engage with it. And he just comes in, he was the only kid up, he comes in that moment and we spend that time together. And yeah. then he goes off and he plays, yeah. but he remembers that, mm-hmm. right? Like it's just, it's like one of those it goes moments. Down. It goes down deep yeah. for him. And it's creating the, that time and that space, absolutely. But it's also creating an awareness that goes throughout the day that we continue to invite them in as those moments appear. There's another element that I think is important too that I want to bring in that you mentioned. When you look at a father that's gone 200 nights a year, and I can tell you this, I, 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 I really believe that had I to do all over again, I think that would have been shaved. But can we, can we talk about that a little bit more? We can yeah, do it after getting, this. Yeah. So the point I'm getting to is, I remember I was in a hotel and I thought, Lord, this is because I, I, I started seeing ministry kids in really bad shape, mm-hmm. pastors kids. Because here I am traveling, I'm spending three days at a church, and I'm seeing pastor kids. They're not, they're not healthy. Yeah. And I went, Lord, this is I, one time I was praying in my hotel. I, this is a recipe for disaster. As much as long as I'm gone, what are our four sons going to end up like. And and the Holy Spirit spoke to me and he said, your protection for your children is in your obedience to me. Mm-hmm. Now, I I believe that. I believe there was a call and I was trying to do it as best as possible. Yeah. Now, with more wisdom, looking back, I can talk about that aspect, which you said you want to talk about. But I really believe there is an element when a mom and dad, because Lisa and I were both with all of our heart, all yeah. of our heart. I mean, Absolutely. we are not one way on the pulpit and another no. way at home, and you saw that. No. We, with all of our heart, to this day, after 40 decade, four, four decades in ministry as well, with all my heart, I want to obey God. And I believe that God spoke to me in another situation. He said, even if you do wrong, your integrity will preserve you. And that's a scripture in the book of Psalms. The integrity of the upright will actually preserve them, protect wow. them. So, and yes. And you're saying, you're yes. saying not willful wrong. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah. I wasn't Inverted, willful. Right. right. I, I wasn't like, like I'm going to travel and escape this yeah. family. I was like, I have a mission from heaven and I am to bring this, this gospel to this nation and to the nations of the world. And so it, with all my heart, I was obeying. I was obeying out of a, a heart of integrity. Now, was I wise? Would I have been wiser now? You better believe it. 
but I was doing it at the time to the level of wisdom I had. And, and so that's a, that's a really important aspect that needs to be stated uh, because I believe there are so many people out there, you know, dads are, are working, you know, in, in a job that they know that God's put them in and they're away from their family a bit and they're probably wrestling with concerns. You've got single moms out there that don't have a father at home. I'm obeying God with all my heart. I believe that woman's protection is going to protect the children. Oh, oh, that obedience. woman's obedience yeah. is going to protect yeah. the children. I, yeah. I, I, I did, there's a lot of protection in us obeying yes. God. Yeah. And yeah. I, it just needs to be stated. So with the with the time, though, because I feel like time right now, even when you said sometimes schedules don't need to change, we're talking about family dinner being such a beautiful opportunity. We heard a statistic recently about family dinner being one of the main... Number one thing that yes. builds confidence into children. Yeah. I had read and that when my kids were little. And a, a main determiner of lifelong success. Yeah. Dinners dinner. around the and and I want to brag on Lisa. This is something oh, yeah. she insisted on, and she built this culture into our family. And I don't know if I would have gone there, but boy, she built it strong. Our kids helped prepare for dinner. They ate dinner. We they talked to dinner, up. and they cleaned up. We did. We all had our <laughs> so jobs. So even when John was gone. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. And then we would have different discussions when John was gone. We might discuss different things. Yeah. But and I do want to say for every mother out there that's feeling bad because she's not doing the morning watch. I feel like I did the night watch with yeah. the boys, you know, and created because John wasn't really participating in putting the kids to bed. You Which know, we all know parents out there. You know that is the hardest thing. <laughs> That parents have to do is put kids down to bed. Could we bring an expert on to talk <laughs> about it? John was like, you have created this elaborate thing that's like a beast that now you have to feed it like an hour and it's a half. Unbelievable. No, it's it's true. I love that you that, that was a stat when I was raising yeah. children and it is still consistent. Yeah. Now that's, that's good. Yeah. Good point. And how did you make that such an unshakable? standard in your family because Addison is continuing. I mean, we'll do four yeah. nights a week family dinner. And he's like, I really want to be at five. I'm like, babe, <laughs> okay. Um, like it's important to your son. So that was is, Isn't it interesting that Paul said, don't even eat yeah. with a person that says they're a Christian yet they're an idolater, they're an adulterer, etc." cetera. There's something so what, sacred what, about what, sharing a meal. Why yeah. would he say not eat with that person? Because there is, as Lisa just mm -hmm. stated, there's something sacred about, look at Jesus. I'm standing at the door. What am I going to do? I'm going to come in and I'm going to eat with you. You. Yeah. Yeah. He said that to that whole church in Revelation. So there's something extremely sacred about when you sit down and have a meal. Well, the state of our country and obesity being where it's at, like the abuse of food and the lack of family dinners, like there are connections yeah. here. And yes. I don't think obesity happens at a dinner table. I think it happens yeah. when food is Isolation. not in the right place. Yeah. 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 And yeah, I would agree with that. Well, I mean, we've honestly we've just scratched the surface because we're we're doing this Q&A segment. Yeah. And I'm getting a message from the producer like, "Hey, it's time to wrap it up." But before we wrap it up, Dad, you know we're coming back yeah. to you. We still need oh, that tweak we of the need week. Your tweet. I'm not. I'm not going to let you no. out of this episode. Oh, let without, me hit a well, listen, hold on. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. You expand it, and then I just want to clarify because I know people out there are probably like, "Wait, what? We were just getting this. Don't worry. We're coming back next episode, part two of what are some things that you did or are doing? Nope, that's the wrong one. Part two of now that you know, what would you do it differently? What would you do differently? Part so two. your tweet so. can be something long. 
Okay. Like from right. way back when. Oh, good. So oh, no. Like, no, yeah. it's Duke of the Week. No, but more Ashley. general. No, last month. I, uh, last month. Past month. Producer just spoke. Past month. Producer just spoke. I'm going to think. Producer yeah. is the authority. Okay. I will. No, you have to say it. Oh, no, no, this, oh, is, this no. is your moment. This is right now. No, you, oh, we've you, created the moment. No, this is it. let you think for the last 10 minutes. Oh, yeah, you're, okay. supposed, yes. you're supposed to be thinking while you were talking. Um, I think there's been some mornings I should have brought my wife caught, uh, espresso you're at still home. On this. Oh you're still on I, this I'm coffee just trying thing. I think, you know, I, right right now. Is this the life of empty nesters? I mean, are we just all supposed to get <laughs> did you? Did you, did you, did you cheat it's been at a game? Did you cheat at a game? Did you cheat at a game? I'm telling you, it's been a celebrate great, great your wife's victory in a way wife. that you should have. Huh? Did you not celebrate your wife's victory in no? a way that you should have? I'm sorry. I, I I wish I had. I want to be authentic and listen, honest. But listen, we don't have as many opportunities. We don't to have make as many. Yeah, when you have used to have children have. running around, you yeah. actually it's uh, pretty fun. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's really really yeah. fun. <laughs> oh, well, fun. I really enjoy my well, time. Well, Lisa. well Dad, since you don't have a tweak. This yes. week, I want you to pray for the rest of us who have oh, tweaks gosh, every I'm week. So sorry, okay, I want I you to pray it. over I, us. I, I can as I can, we close out. Yeah, give me your tweak. Give me your tweak. Okay, you, got, you okay. have one. Yes, yes. Help me. you're okay. going to tweak his week. I'm yes. going yes, to volunteer a tweak. Okay. Yes. So we have this little power struggle about who's going to make the bed. Yeah. And okay. uh, that's a yeah, good one. Yeah. So. I always like give a hint. Like the last person out of bed has to make the bed. One hundred percent. So one hundred percent. You know, this yesterday I came in and I always put the blame. I Jesus would make the. I always put the blame on our dog, and I said, "Oh, Lexi, you just didn't make the bed this morning." And Lisa was in the bathroom getting ready for a very busy day, (laughs) and I had five minutes. I should have made the bed. I there am you go. leaving for nine days, and he's going to be home, and I did laundry and all sorts of other things. We did laundry. Hey, together. I feel like yeah. you guys are scorekeeping yeah. right now, which, I mean, <laughs> yeah, don't do a score. whole... No, no, that was, that was, was good. That's my trigger. That was a Should've great tweet. Thank you. Thank, no, you for the, thank you for the assist. Yeah, the assist oh on the tweak. Oh, and look at you receiving the assist. Thousands of tweaks if I could go back a year. I know, but that's kind of the idea, though. It has to be recent. Yeah, I know. Fresh. Fresh. Nothing like we can tweak. Dad, will you pray us out? Yes. That'd be amazing. Thank you. Heavenly Father, we're just so grateful for your patience with us. Father, that you desire for us to have a family that reflects your family, a family that would speak to the world that there is a loving God who is a father who desires a family. So we ask you, Lord, to give us the grace and the wisdom to be able to walk as you walk. You said that we are to be imitators of God as dear children, and we are to love one another even as Christ Jesus loved us. And so, Father, I ask that you'd give us the ability to do as Holy Spirit of God, shed abroad the love of God in our heart afresh. Let us be patient with the people that are so close to us. Let us be kind to the people that are so close to us. Let us, Lord, endure long. Let us believe the best in those that you have placed in our life. And Father, we just thank you for this now. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 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 Guys, we hope you enjoyed part one of this content today. As Addison and Julie said, part two will be coming out very soon. If you wanna make sure that you can actually get part two, 
All you have to do is just subscribe. Make sure that you subscribe to just wherever you are listening to your podcast at. And everyone, I have to give you a big thank you for all the different reviews that have been coming in. Thank you so, so much. They really do help. And we even love all the questions that have been coming in as well. Because as you know, this week's episode was derived even from one of those questions. Uh, guys, again, if you want to leave us a question, you can do it within the review, or you can even send us an email at mail at messengerinternational.org. Again, that's mail at messengerinternational.org. Once again, guys, my name is Alec Bevere, and I was so thankful that you joined in today, where we want to help you create a legacy starting at home.